welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets. Your Friday, March 19th edition. We got a nice eight-game slate on tap. Hope everybody enjoyed their opening day action. It was a wild one. 48 home runs across the 14 games. We had five guys go double-dong. We had the Dodgers set an opening day record with eight home runs at the same time. There was a low batting average of about 215, give or take, after the end of the Mariners game. Almost 230 total strikeouts on the day. The pitchers pitched well. The ace is going to ace, as Nick Pollock at Pitchers List says. And then the boys just went dong city all over the place. It was a fun, fun field opening day. And we get an eight-game slate on this Friday, as some people have an off day. Some Somehow... There's no day games, which is weird. This is the new scheduling, the new era we live in in Major League Baseball. All right, before we get into it, let's get the totals on this eight-game slate. Tigers, Blue Jays, 8.5. Rockies, Marlins, 7.5. Astros, Rays, 7. Cardinals, Brew Crew, 8.5. Angels, A's, 8.5. D-backs, Dodgers, 7. Red Sox, Mariners, 8. Giants, Padres, 7.5. So at first look, you can already tell pretty good pitching on the docket. You have three games at 8.5 or higher. And those are the ones we are definitely going to target. There's a, a lot to like when it comes to being on the mound. It's going to be interesting to decide who does what as we nailed the pitching on Thursday. We nailed it really, really well. We'll try to do that again for everybody on Friday. Before we do that, if you want to nail some pitching, my boy Matty D writes the pitching column over at thequantedge.com. They have great tools, lineup optimizers. They're going to have so, so much more um, you know, park factors, pitch types, umpire data, all kinds of great stuff. Plus, I'll write a hitter's preview four to five times a week. We have much, much more going over there. Great cast of characters. And if you use promo code Bubba at thequantesh.com, promo code Bubba, you get $25 off your MLB season pass. There's also other cool, cool deals. You get $10 off a month pass to all sports. Or you can get $10 off the betting package, which they're crushing NCAA. They did very well in baseball yesterday. Um, A part of the MLB season package is a prop bets um, article by Steve Buchanan, and he crushed it yesterday. Lots of great stuff over there at thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you $25 off. Uh, if we look at the weather for this Friday, not too much to worry about here. You have domes in Toronto and Miami. Pretty warm considering this time of year in L.A. Over, over baseball, it's going to be high 60s, low 70s. So good hitting environment there. Other than that, not too bad. If the dome stays open in Miami, wind's blowing in from left field. But not too much wind-wise. Nothing really in the double digits at the moment. No rain in the forecast. Lots to like there. Let's get into your pitching on this eight-game slate. You had Garrett Cole and Robbie Ray, the two guys over 10K. We're looking at Garrett Cole at 11-2. If you're going all the way up, you go to Garrett Cole, who's coming off a masterful 2018 season, a 291 ERA, 293 strikeouts on the season. And he gets a Tampa Bay Rays team that, as you saw, Austin Meadows took Verlander deep in the first, but Verlander still threw very, very well. He got you massive amounts of points. And got the job done. Cole is a very, very good cash game play with GPP upside as well. Uh, last season, the race struck out 22% of the time. The strikeouts will be there as Cole mentioned 293 Ks last year. Almost a 35% strikeout rate of his own. So, lots to like there with Garrett Cole. If you're going up to the top, you go to Garrett Cole. As you enter the 9K range, it gets a little dicier now. And we're going to start with the guy, Ross Stripling. It's going to be very interesting to see how it all pans out. Um, Hunjin Ryu pitched great yesterday. I believe it was eight Ks in five or six innings. Still, not a ton of innings or uh, tons of pitches thrown. Always the concern with Dodgers, but it is an Arizona team that does strike out a lot. We saw Ryu strikeout totals. Uh, they struck out 24% of the time versus right handed pitching last year. And Stripling had a 27% K rate and a 45% ground ball rate last season. 
So there is stuff to like there. Stripling had a pretty decent uh, spring training as well. So you can go to Stripling at 92 if you trust, or 95 if you trust the innings pitched. At $9,200, you have one of the more polarizing pictures in all of fantasy baseball, Herman Marquez. And yes, he's not in Coors Field. We were all over Kyle, Kyle Friedland yesterday. He got the job done. Yeah, Herman Marquez facing a Marlins team that struck out about 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching last season. Different lineup, probably more swing and miss involved there. And you got a Marquez who struck out 28% that he faced with almost a 13% swinging strike rate and over a 47% ground ball rate. This guy was pure filth. He had a very, very good spring training. Everybody loves him. I'm pretty sure he'll be pretty popular today at 9200 bucks. That's why Stripling could be a nice pivot if you want to go a little higher or our next guy. But Herman Marquez in a phenomenal spot as we will target the Miami Marlins early and often this year. They have some pop. They have some fun. We had Jorge Alfaro yesterday. You know, a guy I wrote about earlier in this offseason, Neil Walker, sneaky home run. Lots of good stuff there. But most of that came off the Rockies' bullpen. So Marquez at 92 in play. Lastly, in this $9,000 range, you got Jack Flaherty at the Milwaukee or at the Milwaukee Brewers, a brew crew team that we know has tons and tons of power. Heck, Julius Chassin went to Dong City on opening day. But they have a lot of strikeouts, 24% K rate last year against right-handed pitching, and that's not going to change, but it's almost the same lineup for the most part, adding Yasmani Grandal. And Flaherty had almost a 30% strikeout rate, over a 13% swinging strike rate, limits the hard contact. Lots to like there with Jack Flaherty at $9,000. He's got to make sure he... Doesn't pitch around guys too much, and the pitch count gets too high too quick. Uh, um, good old uh, Dave Anderson over at uh, Fantasy Sports DJs wrote about um, the pitch count, the wildness, the ineffectiveness at times. It's still great strikeout stuff with Jack Flaherty, but those extra pitches will limit his duration in a ball game. So keep that in mind. But at nine thousand dollars in a really good matchup against Milwaukee, Milwaukee a sneaky stack if you want to fade Flaherty. But Flaherty, great stuff. Added another pitch this offseason. Looks pure filth. So $9,000, I think he's a great pivot off of Marquez. He has a tougher matchup than Marquez, which will lead to lower ownership and a very nice spot. So if you look in this 9K range, I got Marquez 1, Flaherty 2, Ross Stripling 3. When you drop below the 9K range, you have Nate Eovaldi at $8,500 at the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners went to town on Chris Sale on opening night. Went to town. Sales velocity was down because he was having trouble locating his off-speed pitches. Relying on a mediocre fastball last night. It's usually not always mediocre. Last night it was mediocre. So they, they teed off on him. He evolved this to bring the heat. Looks to continue off of a phenomenal postseason. It is a Seattle team that will strike out the low 20% of the time. Not a huge strikeout team, but there is some there. And Evaldi was really, really solid last year. The 46% ground ball rate um, and a 33% hard contact rate. So Evaldi 85 does leave a mid-tier option worth looking at. Joey LaCasey. At $7,900 going against those San Francisco Giants, we will pick on them early and often. A Giants team that struggled tremendously versus left-handed pitching last year. I mentioned it um, on yesterday's show, and Lauer looked great. Lauer's not an overpowering pitcher, and he looked outstanding. The Giants last year, two, um, 285 Woba, 127 ISO, and almost a 24% strikeout rate, almost a 25% strikeout rate versus left-handed pitching last year. You got the Casey with a 26.5% strikeout rate. Almost 45% ground ball rate. So lots to like there with Joey Lucchese at $7,900. So in that mid-tier range, I got Lucchese 1, Nate Eovaldi 2. And then if you're looking for your punts, uh, one of my favorite, two of my favorite kind of late round fantasy baseball draft targets this year. You got Matt Boyd at $6,600 at the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays were just abysmal on opening day. And they have a lot of power in that lineup. So this is a kind of scary play with upside 
because Toronto will strike out a lot. 23% K rate versus lefties last year. Lots of swinging strikes in that lineup. The younger they get, they'll be more fun, potentially more power, but a lot of Ks in there. Um, Boyd had an over 22% K rate last year, but he's a big fly ball guy. Only a 29% ground ball rate last year. Does leave some, some scares there at the Rogers Center. So Boyd makes for an interesting punt at 66, but Toronto's got a ton of power in the line. They got Brandon Drury leading off now. You got Grichik, you got Tiesker Hernandez, you got Justin Smoke switch hitting, and the list goes on and on and on. Lourdes Guriel, uh, Danny Jansen, lots to like there in Toronto. So he's a very interesting punt with definite risk involved. The other target at $6,000 is Derek Holland going up against the San Diego Padres. Last year, the Padres struggled tremendously versus lefties. But you got Fernando Tatis Jr., definite swing and miss possibilities, but some power. You add Manny Machado to the mix. There's there's a lot more to like in this lineup. Um, but you have Holland, who added a pitch, mixed his pitch mix up last year, and looked really, really good. He was the Giants' best pitcher, which is scary. Hit over a 23% strikeout rate, almost a 40% ground ball rate, but Dud did still give up a lot of loud contact. Uh, we saw Mad Bum do his thing, um, pitching in and out, using his cutter tr- a lot more yesterday, and that had a big, big impact on the overall result in that matchup for Mad Bum. Look for uh, Derek Holland to use a lot of the similarities there. And at $6,000, he's basically free. Um, you know, he's going to be cheaper than some Coors Field bats later this year. So Holland at 6 k definitely makes for a punt option. All right, I got Holland 1, Boyd 2 at the bottom. Recapping your pitching real quick, you got Garrett Cole up by himself up top. In the middle, you got Herman Marquez, Jack Flaherty, Ross Stripling in that order in the 9K range. In the middle, you got Lucchese 1, Eovaldi 2. And then as your punts, Holland 1, Boyd 2. So lots and lots to like here. Like I said, it's a very interesting pitching slate. You can make arguments for a lot of pitchers on this one. Uh, bats are going to be a little more interesting. And you can be a lot more contrarian if you have a, top, a target. Some of these really, really good bats. All right, before we get to the bats, let me talk to you about Thrive Fantasy. Fun, fun place to go play daily fantasy sports. It's different than the rest. You don't do snake-style drafts. You don't pick up from a player pool. You pick prop bets. There are 20 prop bets. You pick 10. It's tons and tons of fun. Like yesterday, over, under, one and a half RBIs for Mike Trout. And if you know the over or the under, whatever, Vegas is plus and minus, you get more or less points. And total points wins the day. Lots and lots of fun there. You make 10 picks. You pick two ice picks in case one guy does not make your two guys don't make your lineup. And you have a blast. Use promo code SPORTSDGENS. When you make your first deposit, you get a free $10 into your account at Thrive Fantasy. So go check them out in your app store, Thrive Fantasy, promo code SPORTSDGENS for a free $10. All right, let's get into the bats on this eight-game slate, starting at the catcher's position. It's a very bleak position. If you want to fade Flaherty, you money ground all at $3,900. Always brings that GPP power upside, but not looking to go there. What I will be looking at if I'm going higher up, Francisco Mejia or Austin Hedges. Which one, whichever one starts for the San Diego Padres against Derek Holland, will be one of my pay-up spots, or Danny Jansen at 35. Those are the three guys I'm looking at towards the top if I'm paying up at catcher. I probably won't, though. Like yesterday, I mentioned Maldonado. He struggled. And Alfaro in both the Discord chat and the Slack chat, he went deep. So those are things I like when I'm, I'm playing catcher, especially in GPPs. I will go to punt. Cash games try to play a little safer. Not a ton of safe plays here on this slate. Uh, like a Josh Fegley at 33, left-handed versus uh, the Dark Knight. Matt Harvey does bring some some power there. He was batting ninth last night, so he can make for a fun wraparound stack. If you go like 9-1-2 or 9-1-2-3 with Oakland against Harvey, it's a nice way to get uh, differentiate your lineup in that respect. The farther down you look, though, it, it's it's pretty bleak. Um, like a Johnny Lucoy versus Marco Estrada at $3,000, big five-ball pitcher in Marco Estrada. The Angels are going to be super popular. Cash games, we're going to be all over him. GPPs. You can still be on him, but try to be different. But uh, Luke Ray at 3K. Omar Navarez, 
did not get to start last night against Chris Sale, but there's a good chance he'll be in the lineup for Nate Ivaldi. He's twenty nine hundred dollars. Uh, could become an interesting play for you again. Jorge Alfaro versus Marquez at twenty eight. He's in play, hoping to get some of that Rockies bullpen as well. Uh, other than that, uh, check the lineups. Maybe you'll get a, a nice punt or two when it comes to the catcher's position. Going over to first base, you got Paul Goldschmidt at $4,900 against Freddie Peralta. Peralta is a very sneaky pitcher. His fastball is not overwhelming, but he gets the job done, and he throws it a lot. So if he's off, he's going to get beat up by St. Louis. If he's on, he's going to be very good. Last year, he had massive home road splits, pitched great at home, struggled on the road outside, obviously, of his debut in Colorado. So keep an eye on Paul Goldschmidt at $4,900. The uh, Cardinals let people down on opening day. You can get back on the well here against uh, Freddie Peralta that people really, really like. So you'll probably get the Cardinals at rather low ownership. You get a Cardinals team with a 4.2 team total. Lefties hit 354, righties 232 versus Peralta. So people will see stats like that and they'll say, nah, we shouldn't use Goldie. But they forget Goldie is a perennial MVP candidate. So you get nice GPP value there with Goldschmidt. If you want to save 100 bucks, a more popular play, he went deep yesterday and drove in another one. He's, he was the man that made it happen for the Padres against Mad Bum, is Will Myers. First base outfield eligible at 4800 bucks does bring something to like there. The Padres do have a team total of 4.2. It's 2 for fifth highest on the slate. Lefty's 257, but righty's 330 versus Derek Holland last year. Um, and he does give up some hard contact at times. So Will Myers at 48, the Padres will be a, it should be a rather popular shack, I'd imagine, on this slate. Sliding on down, like a Daniel Murphy versus Trevor Richards is intriguing. Trevor Richards was an intriguing GPP pitcher play. Like I, I get the punt appeal if you want to fade Colorado in Miami. I'm not sure I'm there, but uh, Richards does have good swing and strike stuff there for a GPP as well. But Murphy at 46 is intriguing. Uh, you go down a little farther, like a Travis Shaw at 42. Uh, Max Muncy is one of my guys I'll be writing up in the batter breakdown as a GPP hitting target. First base, third base eligible versus Robbie Ray at 4100 bucks. Muncy went deep on opening day. Uh, the Dodgers have a four-point, a four-run total versus Robbie Ray. Lefties two thirty-four, righties three twenty-seven. So Ray gets it done versus lefties, but Max Muncy's not your normal lefty. He actually hits them with a ton of power. Um, you, you know, he only hit like a third of his home runs versus lefties last year. But when you really break it down, his ISO, his WOBA are all way above average, and his hard hit rate is insane. He gets the lefties very, very well, and he'll go super low owned. Uh, catch game super risky, but GPP upside there with Max Muncy. I actually like the Dodgers stack as a contrarian stack on this slate. Switch it and Justin Smoke versus Matt Boyd at 4K could come into play for you as well. Uh, Kendris Morales, if he makes his uh, start with Oakland, he got there early yesterday. He took batting practice but did not play for the A's. If he's if he's hitting in that lineup versus Matt Harvey, that is a great play at uh, 3900 bucks. like him a lot on um, on Friday. Also, the farther down, like a Jerkson Profar, first base, second base eligible at 38 could come into play for you. Uh, Miggy Cabrera, the Detroit Tigers are a fun, fun stack on this Friday. They have a team total of four. Lefties 346, righties 361 versus the maker of shoes. Matt Shoemaker will be making his Toronto Blue Jays debut in the Rogers Center. And the Milky, or Miggy Cabrera at 37, very much in play in that one. Uh, farther down you look, though, you, you get to guys like, you know, Nico Goodrum at 36 at first base. Outfield could come into play. I'll go back to the Justin Bohr wagon. He was batting in uh, third for the Angels. Uh, really good spot in the order there. And he gets Marco Estrada again. Big time fly ball guy. I'll be right back with the Angels who have a 4.2 to- team total like uh, we talked about earlier with the Cardinals. But the Angels, same team total. Lefties 302, righties 348. Some massive reverse splits for Estrada. Lefties can still get to him. Justin Bohr, big time power. Big time matchup versus Marco Estrada. Other than that, not too much else to like down there at first base unless something pops out when lineups come. 
Second base, GPP, Mike Moustakis versus Flaherty. I mentioned you can target Flaherty if you choose. Moose went deep against Mikolas on Thursday and play again. Jose Altuve is a fun GPP play at 4,400. The Astros went off on Blake Snell. They have another tough matchup versus Charlie Morton. Uh, Altuve went deep. Uh, Springer went deep. They hit the ball very, very well versus Snell. Uh, Tampa Bay's team total is 3.3. It's the second. Not team. I don't want Tampa Bay's. I want Houston's. 3.75. It's towards it's towards the bottom half of the team totals. Lefty's 298. Righty's 269. Off of Morton last season, but... Uh, he can be susceptible. The Astros do take pitches very well. And he throws his his fastball, I was looking at it last night, his fastball about 59% of the time, and a breaking ball about 30% of the time. And Jose Altuve was absolutely nasty on breaking pitches last season if you look at his stat cast metrics. So Altuve could be a nice GPP play at $4,400. Going down farther, like a Ryan McMahon at 39, he had a knock on RBI, and I believe a run scored yesterday, but batting seventh, not ideal, but still a good play against Richards. Mentioned Jerickson Profar already at 38. Uh, Larry Gurriel at 37 against Boyd is in play for you as well. One of the most popular plays on the slate, and I'll be going to it. I preached him over and over this preseason. I mentioned him on quick hits as a very sneaky play because he gets right-handed pitchers much, much better last year. But he's always been known as a lefty matcher. Kiki Hernandez, $3,700 versus Robbie Ray. Big, big target there. He double-donged on Thursday. Should be in for a nice game. He's got uh, three career home runs off Robbie Ray. When we get to BVP, he's been very, very good against him. Other than that, you know, Colton Wong might be popular. He doubled long yesterday. He's 36. I think Cattell Marte and Stripling could be interesting at 36 in GPP. He's second base outfield eligible. Uh, Chad Pender, we prefer him versus lefties, but is Matt Harvey at 35. So if you need a punt, you can go there. Uh, Starling Castro versus Marquez at 34. Not the best play, but an okay punt if you need to go there as well. But sliding on down, not a ton. Like Joey Wendell versus Garrett Cole, I'll probably pass. Uh, see what pops up. Maybe someone sneaks into a lineup that uh, becomes appealing. Third base position, Arenado at 5K is worth a look, but Machado at 4900 bucks, big goose egg on opening day. He's in a premium spot here against uh, Derek Holland. I, respect, I like Derek Holland. He's a punt play, but Machado against Holland at 4900 bucks could be very, very intriguing. Matty Carpenter at 45 versus Peralta. Matt Chapman versus Matt Harvey at 44. Both really, really solid looks for you there. I mentioned Travis Shaw earlier. The Dodgers have three guys you can target at this position. Justin Turner, one of the best pure hitters in all of baseball at 4200 bucks, Going against the lefty, Robbie Ray is a very, very nice look there. If you want to be contrarian, though, Max Muncy's 41. So both really intriguing plays. You can play both because you can play Muncy at first base if you so choose. But both in play with Turner and Muncy against Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is a very good pitcher. He's one of those guys that can strike out 10 and give you six shutout innings. He's also a guy that can lose command and get blown up. And then you go to a mediocre at best Arizona bullpen. That's why the Dodgers are very, very intriguing yet again. I kind of wish they didn't go off last yesterday because we get them in a lot lower ownership. Other than that, though, got like Zach Cozart at 37 versus Estrada. It's not sexy by any means, but it's okay. And then it's there's not much. Like Evan Longoria hits lefties well. He's 35 versus Casey, but I'm not running to go play that. I'm probably paying up at the position unless you punt with like a Neil Walker at 31. I could, I could get behind that. But that's if you're going really crazy punt and want to be contrarian against Herman Marquez. Shortstop, you got Trevor Story. Had a nice ball game. Went deep on Thursday. He's $4,900. Uh, you got Bogarts versus Kikuchi. Not running to play that. But for Nando Tatis Jr., $3,900. He had a couple knocks in his debut uh, yesterday. So he's not a bad play at $3,900 versus Derek Holland. Uh, Marcus Simeon, he's hit at the top of that order. He went deep yesterday. He's 38 versus Harvey. Like if you do that, especially if you do that Fagley 9-1-2 or 9-1-2-3 stack, Simeon makes for a very good play there. 
Uh, Anderson Simmons, one of my favorite shortstops, 3800 bucks. He's hitting cleanup yesterday. And if he has cleanup in these kind of matchups where he's stacking the uh, the Angels, that's that's insane. That's really, really good. You got Calhoun, Trout, Bohr, Simmons, nice one through four that I like a lot. Even Pujols, who I forgot to mention at first base, he is a nice play against Estrada as well. So one through five, very much alive in that Angels lineup. Going down a little farther, like Lurie Gurriel, I mentioned him already. Um, Tim Beckham's been on fire, double dong yesterday. He's 35. He'll be a little more popular than he should be. I'll go back to the Paul DeYoung wagon. Uh, as long as he's 3400 bucks, or he's basically as long as he's cheap in any matchup, and he's batting third or fourth in that Cardinals lineup, he is on the radar almost every slate. And he's on the radar against Freddie Peralta, a guy that I mentioned. He's good, but he has his moments where things can go south in a hurry. And Paul DeYoung can run into one better than almost any of them. So 3400 bucks for DeYoung. Big, big fan of that one. Other than that, check lineups, see what pops up. Let's head to the outfield. Wrapper up. Mike Trout in a phenomenal spot versus Estrada. If you can pay for him, he is a cash game bust today. He, uh, you know, only five points yesterday. This guy's got floors and double digits. He's in a monster game. I think he's going to get over 20 points today against Estrada. Like him a lot. He doesn't have a lot of back-to-back duds. Let's put it that way. Uh, Mookie Betts, Christian Yellick went deep yesterday. All really good plays. J.D. Martinez at 51. Loves hitting his lefties. Kakukuji's not your average lefty, but... J.D. crushes left-handed pitching at 5100 bucks in play. You got Charlie Blackman, Chris Davis went deep again yesterday, his second of the season. He's got Matt Harvey at 48. I mentioned Will Myers already at 48. is a very intriguing play. Also, uh, one of those right-handed power bats, uh, Randall Gritchick got quite the price bump today going with uh, Matt Boyd. He's 4600 bucks. Interesting play there. Uh, sliding on down, like a Mitch Hanniger went deep yesterday. He's 4400 Hunter Renfro wasn't even in the starting lineup yesterday, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Nick Castellanos won. I really, really like today. I love some of his Tiger action. Going up against the maker of shoes at 4300 bucks. He could be in for a really intriguing day as uh, Matt Shoemaker's hard hit rate. I have it. I still have it up from last night right here. Last season, the hard hit rate against Matt Shoemaker was 48.8%. That is not good. He usually gets a 35%, which still is not great. But 48.8%, not good. So Nick Castellanos, big fan of him at 4300 uh, if you're looking at some other Padres, like a Franchi Cordero, could be an interesting play there in the outfield. Teoscar Hernandez and his power against Boyd at 42. It sucks because I like Holland, I like Boyd as punts, but I I totally understand guys that want to flip it around and go the other way. David Peralta at 42 versus Ross Stripling. Nice low-owned play there for the D-backs. Steven Piscotti at 41 can be interesting for you. Uh, Tommy Pham has actually had really, really good success for Garrett Cole. If you believe in stuff like that, he's $4,000. Will be super Super low owns. You can take a look at that one. Sliding on down a little farther. Domingo Santana went deep again yesterday. He's 3900 bucks. You can play there. Uh, when he dropped down more to the 3K range, you know, Jose Partina is always just a big power play. If you want to go there in a GPP, he's available. Nico Goodrum mentioned him at 36. A guy I mentioned to you yesterday, I didn't plan on him doing it in extra innings, but Christian Stewart, big, big game yesterday. Two-run home run in extras to get the Tigers the win. I told you he has some pretty good power. He's a middle-of-the-order bat. He's a nice play there versus the maker of shoes, especially if you're stacking Detroit at 3600 bucks. I can go there. Cole Calhoun at 36, another nice play as well at the top of that order. Michael Brantley, big fly yesterday. He's 35. He's cheap. Uh, I respect Morton, but that's a nice cheap play with some upside. When you're punting or going cheap, when you have an upside like that, it, it pays off quite a bit. Uh, Robbie Grossman, if he's leading off for the A's at 35, as much as I hate him leading off, he is a play there at $3,500. Austin Meadows took Verlander deep. He's 34 versus Cole. Uh, the Granny Man's always an intriguing GPP play. Probably not versus Marquez a ton, but 3400 is cheap. Other than that, see what pops up throughout the day. Like Lou Brinson at 33 versus Marquez, not running to play that. 
but an option. You got like Steven Duggars down there. There are some other plays there, but nothing too crazy. All right, recapping your pitching real quick. Garrett Cole's all by himself at 11-2. In the 9K range, you got Marquez, then Flaherty, then Stripling. In the 7 on 8K range, you got Lucchese and Ivaldi. And then down below, when you're punting, you got Derek Holland and Matthew Boyd. Let's look at your stacking options. You know, the Blue Jays versus Matt Boyd are in play. I did mention the Brew Crew and the Cardinals are interesting in their match. It's kind of contrarian. The popular plays will be the A's. You know, lefty's 324, righty's 307 versus RV. Really solid spot there. And then the Angels versus Stroud. I like the Angels more than the A's. They have a lower team total, so hopefully that takes some shine away. Don't forget that... Uh, Estrada had reverse splits most of his career, especially last year, and he's a big-time fly ball guy, so don't be scared off by righties. Lefties and righties in full play there for the Halos. Uh, the Padres will be popular against Derek Holland, especially right-handed bats hit 330 off him last season. Uh, lefties versus Freddie Peralta, 354 last year. Righties only 232, but 354 for lefties. So keep that in mind if you want to be a little worried. That's how like a, a one-off with Colton Wong pays off again, or you got Matt Carpenter or some other options there. But still not scaring me off of Goldie or DeYoung if you need to. The Tigers versus Matt Shoemaker, I like a lot. Only a four-run total because they are that bad. But lefties, 346. Righties, 361 off Shoemaker last year. And we mentioned just how bad the hard hit rate was. That was some pretty, pretty crazy stuff. All right, let's check out your BVP for you BVP lovers before we rock out of here. Uh, Kevin PR, 4 for 12 with a double and a homer off of Matthew Boyd. Gritchick's taking them deep as well. Um, not a ton of damage there. But Tommy Pham talked about him versus Cole, 7 for 12. Two doubles and a homer that just stood out as uh, things you don't really see versus Garrett Cole too often. Uh, like Curtis Granison's only three for six versus Marquez, but not much there. Uh, not a lot of GPP with these aces, it looks like. But um, when we come to Marco Estrada, Albert Pujols mentioned him as an option. He's six for 13, a double and a homer. Trout, four for 13, two homers. Anderson Simmons, six for 15, double and a triple. Cozart's taken him deep twice. They have a 347 Woba and a 225 ISO career. Versus Estrada, that stands out pretty good. Um, when you go down a little farther here, the Dodgers versus Robbie Ray. I forgot to mention, I wrote him in my write-up, but David Freese is the other third base. He's first base, third base. If he's in a lineup, he crushes lefties. Really, really great career, great last season versus lefties. He's 4 for 11 with two doubles and a homer off of Robbie Ray. Kiki Hernandez, 8 for 29 with a double, triple, and three homers. Uh, a lot to like there. 345 Bobo, 214 ISO for the Dodgers versus Robbie Ray. Uh, Nick Ahmed, 5-for-7 with a double and a homer off Stripling. Small sample, but he's got it done. David Peralta, 5-for-15, four doubles. Remember, $4,200 for Peralta. Nice, cheap pivot play. Um, Eric Hosmer, if you want to be contrarian, 9-for-27, two doubles and a homer. I don't go contrarian Hosmer, but he's there. Um, the more you look, uh, you know, that's about it when it comes to BVP. So there you have it. Nice, quick, quick hits in the books. Eight-game Friday slate on tap for you. Pitching broken down. Weather looks good. Again, go check out the quantedge.com. They have a great Discord chat. They have all of the tools we're talking about. There's more and more tools coming out. When you use promo code Bubba, $25 off your season pass, MLB season pass, or you can get $10 off a month pass to all sports, or $10 off the sports betting pack you pick. Doesn't matter. Just use promo code Bubba, and you get that discount. And if you want the free fantasy sports DJ Slack chat, just ask for an invite. Come find it. I'm over at Twitter, at BDentric. And most importantly, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. Tons of love out there on, on Thursday from all you guys winning throughout the, the chats I was in, throughout listening to Quick Hits. I love seeing it. I'm glad I can help. That's what this is all about. Let's do it again. It's a fun, fun year. Day two, Quick Hits, March 29th edition in the books. Catch you guys later.